We have had ongoing conversations with Bogota. Yeah, of course. Uh, we didn't succeed to 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 do it this 2019. No, uh, most because of financials, okay. and uh, uh, we have to have the uh, you have to have the government uh, by your side. Oh yeah, to especially have an impact and, and be able to bring up the democracy questions and mm. all that on the table. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're reaching for, for, for Bogota yeah. um, and the rest of South America. It, it would be um, would be really interesting to do a big conference in uh, Eastern Mid-Africa. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Welcome to Kigali. Yeah, welcome to Kigali. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to see you gather yeah, in Kigali, definitely. Rwanda. My name is Innocent Mugenga, and you're listening to the Learnability Podcast. We all come from somewhere and aim to make a journey through life. Constant change. This is an open-ended exploration of our ability and desire to learn, grow, and adapt. In conversation with inspiring individuals and experts in the fields of sciences, technology, behavior, and performance, we seek to find answers to how to navigate and win in this information age. The future is happening now, and we aspire to evenly distribute the knowledge by empowering your learnability. Let's go. Welcome, Jacob. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to have you here, especially as we're doing this series together, yes. the Gather series, to yeah. be with the founder. Yeah. And I can actually say you're the founder of uh, Tregodan. As well. As yes. well. Gather and Tregodan. Mm-hmm. I want to start off with talking about Tregodan okay. and how you came to found that and, and sort of your journey into that. Yeah. Because as I get it, you, I, I guess there's no night, uh, last time you call yourself, uh, culture, culture, culture entrepreneur, culture entrepreneur. Yeah. I guess there's no education to becoming a culture entrepreneur. It's starting to be actually. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. More, uh, I think I, I teach at, uh, um, Stockholm University at the university. Yeah. Stockholm University. Yeah. It's a course, it's more of a culture, uh, project management, but uh, entrepreneurship in a way. Yeah. It actually makes a lot of sense that they yeah. would do that. Yeah. Okay. So there is an education, but you didn't go that way. I did not go. No. No, no. What was your education? What was your path into uh, I think trial and error. Yeah. Starting off as a DJ and wanted to do, uh, select music at, at the venues. The easiest way was to start a club. Okay. So that started, doesn't sound like an easy way. No, but it is. It was back in the day. And you just went down to a basement and a, and a kind of a basement club uh, bar and said there was a different club culture. So okay. a lot of bars had clubs all, all days through, okay. all days of the week. So okay. you probably started on a on a Monday or a Tuesday with no people. But, yeah. But we got lucky. We uh, we ended up failing the first time actually, but. Um, most because the age limit was too high and all our friends were 18 and we couldn't get it. <laughs> okay. That's a but, tricky one. Uh, yeah. And then we ended up in a, in a, in a basement, a uh, small basement club, uh, yeah. not a club, a bar. Yeah. yeah. And we got, we got there Saturdays actually. So, okay. Yeah. We got a, I think it was, it's, it's these kind of sliding doors that makes you connect to things that you're not educated for because you need to have the, the, the fire going all the time. Yeah. 
And after failing going down to, to this guy and said, yeah, you can take Saturdays. It's like, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to take Saturdays. <laughs> we started off doing that. Yeah. We're really bad at it in the beginning, but it, it came in, and I, I got a, such an energy for it. Yeah. Just um, starting to, um, to getting people happy and getting the vibe up and getting a, a crowd there, mm. even if it was small. But the next step we took were really more about um, production as well, yeah. of setting a, a mood there. You actually explained what I wanted to ask you, like how can you be bad and how do you be successful within this? Yeah, And it's about setting the mood and building up energy, would you say? Yeah, I think, uh, as you say, we take it, uh, take it a step further, but yeah. a, a nightlife... I say, see the nightlife of of, of being in another um, dimension for people. You are you are in your your private sector. You are in your what you do for everyday living. Yeah. You go to your job and you have your relations and you're, you're becoming something. Yeah. But going out there, what what we want to create is a, a space for you to feel free and step into another dimension to be someone else. Mm. Really, mm. be yourself in an, in an upgraded version. Yeah. Sort of putting yeah. on a cape and being the, cape, your superhero. Yeah. So, and that's what we have to create, yeah. really. Yeah. And uh, first of all, I think in the, if you look back, it was it's all about the mood, the venue, the people, the atmosphere, uh, yeah. giving people an, an opportunity to be that person, and oh, yeah. and uh, giving a safe environment as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, discovering new things, people, music. Yeah. To play with that, that's that's kind of creating magic. Yeah, yeah. And when did you get the playground to play with that that you have today, Tregoden? And and how did that? How did you come to opening Tregoden? Well, Tregoden has two two different parts as well. The the, the pre Tregoden that was in in Kungsholmen, yeah. that was between two thousand three and two thousand and eight. Um, we started that yeah. just on that journey of of meeting the same kind of people that liked us, and we got the opportunity to do a, a first um, a Thursday um, that we failed. Yeah, <laughs> and then we got back with a new owner of the same place, and we had uh, Saturdays. Yeah. So first we did Saturdays without Tregoden, with another name, and then uh, they said, "You want to take." all four days so next summer oh. so we took them and we started we had to have a concept for it and because the, 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 the venue had a really bad reputation it was a uh, plank sticks uh, venue okay yeah. so we used to serve food yeah it was a really lunch food. specific lunch oh, yeah. time venue so we gave it a name called Tregoren yeah and it worked fine yeah for about five years but we got we didn't get along with the owners after a while. All right. Uh, we didn't have the same look on certain things. Yeah. Uh, he could come down and rage over a color uh, or over a, uh, a certain art installation or music or even over people. Okay. But in the same time, he let us do a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. But we grow into club from club kids to more entrepreneurs. Yeah. We wanted to take over and take more responsibility. And then my friend Johan, yeah, who's my partner now, who is more of a, I would say, more of a business entrepreneur, okay. saw the potential of it and said, "We we can do it with, without them." So that's when you yeah. So we said stop. For, yeah, we said stop. And at the same time, I had an event company yeah. doing events, so we were looking for venues all over the place, and Johan worked a bit with me there. Yeah, 
and he found uh, this place on Blocket. On Blocket? Yes. <laughs> okay, so first we have to explain this place so people understand my yeah. reaction. So <laughs> he found an abandoned uh, plumber company. Oh, that's under, what it used to be. Yeah. Okay. So under Skanstolsbron. Yeah. This was in 2009. So it was uh, kind of a low economy. It's been really low economy. So oh, a lot yeah. of uh, places was abandoned. Okay. Especially office spaces. So this is maybe a bankruptcy previously? Yeah, or? there was a bankruptcy, yeah, 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 according to that. So the past, the former CEO yeah. uh, had it as a retirement gift. Okay. So he was still involved in it. And he was a really friendly man yeah. that bought our idea. Yeah. Because we said, we want to re- we rent this. Yeah. We pay, we were going to do uh, two months there, but we pay the whole year rent for you. Okay. Um, oh, because you have a different type of re- revenue. Yeah, yeah, but so because the rent wasn't that high. I no, think. no. And um, I think the, um, I think he, he, he liked us. So we we got in there on a Monday. We got the key on a Monday and yeah. opened on a Friday. Wow. Yeah. Damn. And it's really a huge place. How many square meters? It's about 4,000. 4,000 square meters. Yeah. So you got the keys on Monday yeah. to a 4,000 square meter space. space. There yeah. used to be a, a, a plumber. Yeah, it's place? a courtyard, actually. Courtyard. Yeah, yeah. It's a courtyard, uh, two houses underneath one of the main bridges of Stockholm. Yeah. These huge pillars, um, unique kind of space because it's, you know, it's abandoned really. Yeah. It was really abandoned. It's really cool and it's, it's oddly positioned, but yeah. perfect yeah. position. If you look at it today. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, so, it was, it was fun. The first, you know, we just built stages and yeah. did lightning and then, you know, electrician and did all that by ourselves. Yeah. The first days, and now you have this big space. You, like you said, you're becoming more of entrepreneurs. As an entrepreneur, how does your brain go about when it comes to bringing people there and actually making money and and creating a business out of this? I've kind of stepped out of triggering a bit, yeah, uh, because now it's more about developing what is already built, yeah, yeah. But for us, it's about giving bringing new people that have new ideas that are good at what they're doing. Mm. So we have, and what you want and you, my other partner have done is you want created a, the food experience and, oh, yeah. and brought that part in and you want to have established a kind of an organization and an economy that is working well. And then we have a, a really magic uh, curation team oh, yeah. and logistic team. And of course it's all about giving the empowerment to the people on the floor to take the decisions okay. and feel that they are part of the product. As they're their 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 day to day. Yes, yeah. yes. Because that's where the decisions are made. Yeah. That's where the really important decisions are made. Um and, and I really like the different dimensions of Tregoden. So you mentioned the food part, there's a huge dance floor, there's several floors inside the building. Yeah. So all of this is run by, you could say, separate entrepreneurs almost, yeah, taking ownership of their... Yeah, but it has to feel like one as well. Yeah. You're doing good of doing your own part. Oh, yeah. But what Tregoden has always been successful in is, is that it's 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 been surviving the times when it's been toughest. Oh yeah. When criticism oh, yeah. have come in, we've been on the 
on 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 the end of things yeah. and felt like now we're 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 stuck here. That means that we have learned to listen to people and take criticism as a as a as information, yeah. as a need for people, yeah. and started to develop from that. Is that something you learned, or by getting criticism? Could you tell us, maybe give us a, an example of how how you handled that those type of situations? Either if you have a specific or in general. I mean, I'm I'm kind of the person that I think most of us are, kind of sensitive persons. Yeah, yeah. And with that, you know, when you get criticism, you're you're you one side you're you're offending yourself and you're criticizing others and you're quite angry. You go through all through all of these emotions, yeah. but when you come out of it, you're more. I'm more curious about talking about it to yeah. other people. So I want to talk about it, which means that. You you create a lot of information. What my my biggest thing with criticism is this, that I want to I want to get the ones that criticize me to, to feel good again. Mm. You know, I'm that I'm really you. needy on that. Yeah, yeah. Which means that I'm interested in what why they are feeling bad about this. Yeah. Um. So that gives it that has come into kind of like an understanding of mm. it, mm. and we re and I like change. I don't like to stay no. in a way. If someone criticizes us, I really take it. We really take it serious. Yeah. Um, so I think that's quite important, and I think that is something the organization also um, are good at. Yeah. But since I stepped out of it as well, we've been better to take it with a face, with a with a pinch of salt, as you say in Sweden. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean. We have to look at criticism as well and yeah. see if it's okay. Is everything that comes into our doors going to change the whole the whole view of what we have? Oh, yeah. Or we're going to focus on this direction? I think we are a lot more comfortable in where we are right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you've been going on for quite a few years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how many years is it today? About. Uh, I think we're on our our sixteenth. Year? 16th year. Yeah. That's a long time running. That's a long time. Yeah, but you still do mistakes. You've spoken about it here, about your partners, Yoon and Yuan. Yeah. And uh, also you being such a, this is my impression, I think you, I think you might agree, such a forward thinking, forward looking and, and in forward motion person all the time. Uh, I'm interested in knowing a little bit more about your approach when it comes to collaborations. Yeah. Uh, because we heard here on the podcast in the third episode with Paulina Modlitpa, who's the program editor for Gather. Yeah. She was talking about how she came to get to know you. She was introduced and how a collaboration grew from that. And she was really happy about the way you've been able to co collaborate in creating Gather. It just happened that Martina Elm, who's another very well-connected entrepreneur in the Stockholm startup scene. She knew Jakob Grandin, who's the founder of, of Gather, who's also the founder of Tregon, which is one of the most famous um, outdoor nightclubs uh, here in, in Stockholm. One of our flagships, yeah. really, yeah. Exactly. They knew each other, and when Jakob started talking to Martina about this idea, he's been thinking about it like for five, six years, yeah. I think, and talking to people about it, she mentioned me. And um, I'm really glad she did. So I wanted to ask you a little bit about collaborations, your take on collaborations and how to use collaborations to empower individuals in, in creating 
such big things that you create? Yeah, I mean, before I think collaboration was your phone book, you looked at it mm -hmm. and you said, who could do that? Who could do this? Yeah. Um, that's one part of collaborating, but reaching out, reaching out. Uh, but the big thing, the big step is to, when you start reaching out to the ones that are best at it, mm. when you reach out and say, I need this person, I need it to be the, the ones that are the best because it, it, it needs the best of me to convince you yeah. to do that. You, so you can tell a friend, like, join yeah. me on this? Yeah, or? it's, it's, to tell a friend, I, I would say there, there are a lot of competent friends around yeah. me, but to really focus on the best one. Yeah. I remember, going to a small festival up north and convincing two people to jump on board on a project we had yeah. out in Nobelberget. Yeah. That was one Gothenburg's best programmer and, and Swedish Sweden's best programmer, get him on board and, wow. and really to convince myself that uh, I was worth having them on my team. Oh, yeah. And uh, one ended up being a really good friend and the yeah. other one is still my colleague and doing a really good thing around it. So... I think you can, you can always ask a person and I think that whoever comes to you and say, Hey, I, I really enjoy what you're doing. I have this project and I need your help and I see what you can do. Uh, it's always going to be an honor for that person. Even if it's, you know, someone huge star, oh, yeah. if you do it in the, in a good, in a good way. Yeah. But what you have to really be aware of is where are you placing it? Are you, is there a safety ground for the person? What's the person's needs? What is it good? What, what, what does it need? Um, in form of, of, of financial stuff, in form of, of structure, in form of organization. Is it person for gather, for example, that is quite unique in its way because it's, we don't have an, an organization that's work every day to each other with each other. No, we have different persons doing everything. Yeah, but they have tons of other stuff. So yeah, you have sort of like freelancers. Uh, freelancers. Yeah. As a lot of uh, as or, as a lot of other projects work. Yeah, but you have to be patient with their time. Oh yeah. So you have to uh, to rely on that, mm. and it's also it's it also about accepting who the people who the person is and mm -hmm. that it can life can turn around because you don't meet everyone every day. Oh, yeah. So it means that you can it goes back and forward as well. There's a whole nother life that yeah. comes into play. Yeah. And that means that you have to give the person a lot of space. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I mean I mean it's uh it's back and forth also yeah. with this. But in the nightlife, especially in the nightlife industry, and I like the collaboration between Gather and, and the nightlife industry because nightlife is about the young crowd coming up who want to express themselves. Yeah. Gather is all about growing up and, and finding the future and mm -hmm. taking the major, bigger questions. And I think these relationships about playing with each other, the knowledge yeah. here and the kind of freedom of expression here, yeah. how they meet. I, I want to get more into Gather that was a really beautiful way of explaining what gather is. Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, growing up, taking responsibility, yeah. and also the, the expression part. Yeah. Um, let me start off with how you've created gather. How, how did why and how did gather come to life? Uh, it started off as a think tank. Yeah, basically around change. 
because we were kind of tired of how Sweden were looking after 2014 and the election. And I wanted to do something else. I wanted to start up. up, up. We just we just did a festival. We had an event company that we needed to turn around. I was mm. tired of just working with big brands. Mm. Um, and there was something we saw something missing. So the think tank, the t- the, the 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 lack of of projects that we 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 saw were, were making change. Um, and the just the discussion just started to come up about society mm. on not just our daily meetings but on our breakfast tables with our colleagues uh, gave us the idea of starting something oh yeah um, so gathered ended up answering a couple of questions first of all we need to gather kind of a, a diversion in the interdisciplinary yeah focus to be able to to kind of co-collab in this that's one part of it yeah that's where our major five themes come from yeah because interdisciplinarity needs to be there we see that as a um as a tool to change to create change different perspectives bringing different minds together yes what would you uh, could you explain the five different uh, themes themes yeah so it's uh, democracy and power yeah Quite all about our our nations, yeah. our um, decision makers, yeah. how power are increasing society, yeah. and the differences about digital power today, oh, yeah. big corporations' power, and how that affects uh, society and democracy. Yeah, we're doing one episode here yeah. called "Digital Democracy." That's a really, really exciting really topic. Exciting. Yeah. yeah, and then we have humans and machines. Yeah. That's the, the connection between humans. And we had the first episode was called Human versus Machines. Mm. Now it's Human and Machines. Yeah. How we're going to co-live together, yeah. how we can create, and what aspects are um, uh, are suitable for a, for a human versus a machine. Um, that name change says a lot about... Uh, where we're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Exa- it's it's media uh, media information and design and creativity. Yes, all of that mixed up. Uh, it's all about an information age. Yes, I would say fake news, mm. reality. Mm. Um, you have uh, a source. very interesting speaker on that. Yeah, theme. Mr. Mark Sargent. Yes, yes. Uh, flat Earth. Uh, what would you call it? Flat Earther. Flat Earther. Yeah. 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 yeah that's that started off. Uh, as an idea of of taking this as far as possible, mm. how can we re, uh, how can we have a person on stage um, that can define mm. uh, the opposite of our belief and define what what fake news is? Oh, yeah. And how can we question that mm. together with him? Mm. How can we talk about why he has become a flat earther and yeah. question the, um, the, the 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 really the objects that we think, see as um, as reality. Yeah. And uh, then we have the last theme of uh, urban planning and society. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I didn't think we talked about the economy either, but we can skip to that. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, the urban this planning, uh, it's actually, it's been all around actually urban planning and how we want our, our, our uh, 
our future cities. Yeah. Mobility and everything around that. But this year we're talking about Gabby Galactic, which is a really interesting theme about focus of outer space yeah. and how to move our, our society out there. Becoming a multiplanetary species. Yeah, yeah. Species. And that's quite interesting because it gives it, we can't just, the, the, the big, the, the thing that can happen is that you stand around talking about the same subjects all the time. Yeah, yeah. Most of the conferences out there are, are having that problem. You know, you don't, you don't develop a, a new kind of, of um, focus. Oh, yeah. Uh, but this year we wanted to take some other other focus, some new yeah. path. Yeah, some new path. It's really interesting. Uh, I'm I'm excited about doing that episode as well. Yeah. Uh, we need space or space. Yeah. And two things are interesting about that: the term "cities as a service" and yeah. what that really entails, and with 5G, IoT, and yeah. what we can expect from that. It's really interesting as well. And also, how much money time and effort is going into exploring if we will become a, a multi-planetary species. And there's one, I don't remember who I'm quoting now, and I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but there, it's a quote about if we're spending all this time and if we're able to inhabit another planet, we should be able to solve our problems on this planet. First. First, yeah. yeah. What's your thoughts on that? I mean... I mean, so it's. I think it's about going forward. Yeah, yeah. I think the humankind is not really a good problem solver. Mm. Problem creator. Problem creator. Yeah. In a way, uh, and just want to go forward and move forward, mm. especially where we're reaching a, a kind of a digitizing and and. Um, computerized uh, world yeah uh, it's also programmed to take big steps forward mm. of course we solve problems but we're not good at not creating a new kind of track oh yeah we would rather create a new kind of track yeah to solve the problems oh yeah if we look into the to the uh, 2015 when there was a lot of, of Immigrants coming to, yeah. to or, or refugees coming to Stock, Sweden, Stockholm, especially Sweden. Most of, a lot of it that came out were apps mm, that yeah. want to take care of these problems yeah. or this problem that we were from. And that was our, that was kind of our society's movement of creating new tracks kind of find solutions yeah the startup kind to create these and of course because if you're involved in that is that all you can of course you create come up with new tracks instead of going back and and looking what 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 went wrong here Mm. what what could we do the root of the problem or the humanizing the the Mm. problem instead um, and t- technology is, is a good tool, but mm. you have to you have to look at it as a as a tool, mm. and not just a way forward. Mm. Um, yeah. I'm not an expert in it, but uh, I can see from the questions that that comes up with Gather as well. Really interesting to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, and so we've talked a little bit overarching. We went into some of the themes. What can we expect specifically from this year's Gather? I think this year's gather will um, 
I, th- I think with the with the change of the venue that we've done a couple yeah. of times now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, please tell us about that as well. Yeah, we're moving from the, the meatpacking uh, slap to some yeah. uh, to uh, back to Sikla yeah. because we're, we're there. There are a venue venues being built there uh, with our main partners, Aldrin Mjungberg. Yeah. They're developing that area to a new kind of culture district. So it's an old, large meatpacking Yeah, district. it's quite a large meatpacking yeah, district, yeah. but there's, a, there's still a lot of meatpacking going on there. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that was a problem in there was not a, being able yeah, to... Yeah, there's a big problem there because there's not too much space. And oh, we yeah. need quite a lot of space. Oh, yeah. So we have this new venue, but yeah. it's tight. Yeah. So we have three stages, collab. Um, co-creation stage, the lab house, all in one. Uh, the art space is the three different stages all at once in one kind of tight okay. venue. So it's going to be really tight yeah. and needy. It and, can uh, be intimate. Yes, it's going to be really <laughs> It's really intimate. gathering. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's going to be a really, I think, a really interesting part. And then we have these yeah. kind of, uh, uh, I would say, um, I would say conversation starters in our in our uh, in our schedule. Yeah. The, the, the the love path and the love session. Okay. Uh, it's all about how how love is digitalized and what it makes oh, yeah. us as humans. Virtual uh, love. Yes. Um, the death session. Oh yeah. It's about digital death. Um, and the, the the space session. Um, so there are a few of these. Uh, that are kind of talkatives yeah. and the, 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 the conversation starters that I think affects this. And then the, the factors. Um, and we have some keynotes that are really interesting as well that we haven't released yet. Okay. So, so more to come. More to come. I, I want to ask you, because it's quite huge moving venue in such short notice. I think the solution will be fantastic. Yeah. But how has that been for you personally? We've been talking about failures I, before. I, I, I like venues. Yeah, I think yeah. venues are, for me, it's the most interesting part about looking to new venues. Um, so this has been a challenging. Yeah. yeah. But finding these unique spaces and to develop a new kind of storyline for it. Yeah. That's what you do. It's challenging. It yeah. takes time, but it, it's really something we'd like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, but it's been frustrating because most of the program, a lot of the program was was around the meatpacking as well yeah. and the new kind of culture uh, district of Stockholm. Yeah. Uh, so now we have to take a back uh, step back there and, and look for 2020. 2020, we can yeah, expect 2020, it. 2020, we can expect it to be back there. And there'll probably be a lot of cool developments around that area as well. I think so. I think Gather needs to take a. Um, that the gallery needs to step for year four. We need to challenge what a conference is. Yeah. Twenty twenty. Oh yeah. Because it's it's challenging to do conferences. It's challenging to, to, to finance it. It's a new industry for me. Uh, I can uh, like sort of guess a little bit about running nightclubs and and get a, a view of what that's about. Yeah. And I'm thinking also your transition from running nightclubs into conferences. How is that industry like? And what's the status today? What do you hope to change and see in the future? Uh, Stockholm kind of reminds me about New York in a a way. Uh, Both New York and Stockholm have failed of creating uh, good 
uh, big world-known festivals. Okay. Uh, because of we have an audience mm. that are really targeting and finding the, the things that is happening. The trendy. Okay. The stuff that is out there. And creating a movement that goes on and lives mm. on, it's challenging. Because it's always after the new yeah. thing. Okay. And you have... You have all the companies coming there and want to do stuff as well. So what we're competing with, especially if we go into the business-to-business -business, mm. um, region, so we're competing with the major companies. We're, we're competing with um, uh, major corporations mm. that do all these huge, big conferences. That's how they promote themselves today. Yeah. Uh, you have everything, but Adobe, uh, Adobe Google, mm. uh, the major, bigger uh, Stockholm Tech conferences, and most of them are for free, or ne nearly all of them are for free. Uh, and you can and they take it from the marketing budget then they take it from marketing budget from yeah. CSR budget yeah. from from um, um, yeah, what is it called to recruit budget oh, yeah. And, yeah. and all of these kind of budgets comes together because it's all about building these platforms yeah more promotional yes while gather is more on a mission I, I mean say, we right? didn't come from that direction no. we, we we hustle on finding partners we hustle on finding ticket buyers mm. we're hustling to finding diverse as well mm. uh, and uh, it's it's uh, it's challenging yeah. to compete with that so I think we have to um, have to define ourselves mm. further to become something that these major corporations can't oh yeah do oh yeah can't become and I feel like you're really on that path I mean, we, we, we are because what I feel is that it is unique. Yeah. It is not about the big names. No. It's not about, though it's costly. Mm. I mean, I would say half of our audience come there and pay for it. Yeah. And a lot of tickets we're, we're also giving away to people that are not able to mm. to, to come together. To get that uh, inclusivity. Get both both uh, that you don't regularly reach out to yeah. and they can't afford it mm. and uh, that they don't see that they are space. Mm. So to, to take care of that mass, yeah. that's really important. And we're on a track. I think we are on a track because I think we have found in a way, a unique way to, to, to build a community and I hope to grow on that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good way forward. It's a long way. It's yeah. a long path. But in the long run, like you say, you're building something for the future. I hope so. Talking about the future, what are you hoping to see or create? Or what's your, what can we look forward like in the future for Gather? Uh, I mean, one thing we haven't succeeded with, with it yet. We're doing one day Gather night now. Yeah. Uh, which would be just a great party on Friday at Tregoren, uh, which has a great lineup. Oh, yeah. Almost electronic and... and especially worldwide electronic setup. Yeah. Um, I think that would take a much more space into what Gather is in the future. Yeah. I want it to more be a 24-hour um, ongoing thing mm. where the business business and the, the, the kind of bigger questions goes into um, – both showcasing nightlife, talking about nightlife uh, experience, culture, and experience, having that goosebump feeling both at night and day. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. uh, that mix. 
talking, um, you were talking about mixing intellectual and expression yeah. and really enhancing that. And my, my hope for is it, it can be a collaborative part. Yeah. I was down at Sonar and I got a lot of inspiration from that, yeah. but they're missing a lot uh, on their conference end. Okay. Um, you know, so, so I see that Gather can be a platform for that. But also that we are not going to make a one-year event here in Stockholm that most that we're going to invite the world to. We want to create something for this region yeah. here. Of course, people can come here. Yeah, yeah. But we still want to start other gatherers around so the world. Can, yeah, around the world. So we can we can challenge. We have a saying of, of a local challenge with the global relevance. Mm. So we can we can talk about local challenges. Mm with global relevance, yeah. with impacts from, from global speakers coming here. But it's also about how we, how can we be a sustainable conference where mm. we you not know, fly around people all around the world to talk about these subjects. That's another... Could, yeah. Issue. Could we uh, build together a community that ends up... Where do you think you would end up next? Next uh, year? No, next uh, location. Next. Uh, I mean, we have had ongoing conversations with Bogota. Yeah. Of course, uh, we didn't succeed to 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 do it this 2019. No. Uh, most because of financials, okay. and uh, uh, we have to have the uh, you have to have the government uh, by your side. Oh yeah. To especially have an impact and, and be able to bring up the democracy questions and all that mm. on the table. Oh, yeah. um, so we're reaching for, for, for Bogota yeah. um, and the rest of South America. It, it would be, um, would be really interesting to do a big conference in uh, Eastern mid Africa. Oh yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Kigali. Yeah, welcome to Kigali. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to see gather yeah, in Kigali, definitely. Rwanda. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's um, of course it's been done, both Nairobi, Kigali, um, uh, a lot of other spaces have 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 been had conferences, yeah. but it's not. I don't see much of them looking at it. I see you rather go to the big, the big to Tokyo or Asia mm. or New York in the Western world of yeah. that. Yes, yeah. uh, more interesting for us to go to places where challenges really become change. Yeah. Finding solutions. Finding solutions and finding for the major solutions. And that will make a bigger impact on the rest of the world. And that's, I connect that back to you being mission focused and impact focused. And it really feels like a grassroots movement, whatever you do. Yeah. I mean, it could be if we, if it's about uh, spending a lot of time on that. Mm. And now we're spending a lot of time on just the infrastructure and getting oh, yeah. speakers on the right way and all of that. So it's about uh, finding some sort of finding power to also focus on that, building that long-term sustainable project in that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And with that, we've spoken on the topic of collaborations. Yeah. I want to ask you, like to anybody listening to this, what could someone from the outside contribute with, or what what's the like the biggest thing if we're talking about wider collaborations? Yeah, I mean, um, if you have ideas and, and collaborative ideas, I think everything is open, yeah. especially including these five topics. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, if you look at to if you look for example into a uh, you want to start up a gather. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that yeah, could be a we, thing. We we're looking for for. Uh, 
it's it's not a franchise project, franchise no. project. No. But if you have your beliefs in these kind of questions and you want to create change among people that believes in innovation and believes in change making and interdisciplinary um, partnerships and diversity, and that's the key to change, you know. And you feel that you have a connection and uh, a crew that, that goes along with you. Yeah. Um, you can start your own gather somewhere. But that's yeah. really spontaneously. I love that idea. Yeah. Uh, that would be really cool because it's hard to scale, of course. Yeah. But you, what you have is a concept. You have a, a, a mission and a concept yeah. which you can find individual entrepreneurs that could run with it as Definitely. well. Yeah. I think, I think it's 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 really necessary to have it. Yeah, that's what we found in in Colombia. That's why we're going oh, there yeah, because okay. it's not. We we want to do it as well. But yeah, where we don't have the strength to, to create do something. It. No, it of needs course, to be a strong local. strong relationship and a good um, um, entrepreneur over there. Yeah, yeah, running it. Thank you for sharing uh, about teaching us about how how you can make this type of entrepreneurial journey and how you can really contribute to the culture and nightlife and now more and more going into the intellectual pursuit <laughs> and, and yeah. solving big issues uh, of today. Yeah. I, I want to move into some of my recurring questions yeah, yeah, to hear your take on this. Yeah. So my first question is, what's your favorite source of information? Mine? Yeah. Um, people, people, yeah, makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah, people that brag, people that tell the truth, people that don't tell the truth, you know, f- see their reactions, yeah. faces, and, and all of that. Um, just that conversation can tell you a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. learning from the human human yeah. interaction. Yeah. What's your best hack for learning? Best hack for learning? Yeah. Asking questions, being interested in asking the ones that you never met. Of course. I'm not good at it. I'm doing it on the subway, but I rather take, uh, fill my lungs and, and ask someone, Hey, do you want to have a lunch? Can we, can we just talk? How do you motivate yourself when you're about to ask that? What's when you're feeling kind of unsure? I'm quite shy into yeah. that. Yeah. It comes probably that like I like to do everything on my own, but it's it's it, it's just about coming over that. I know that it's just coming over that first step. You just have to call, yeah. you know. And after that, mm-hmm. uh, just be um, just focus on what you want to say. Mm-hmm. Really. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got this idea. It can. I want to do this with it. Do you want to talk about it? Oh, yeah. You don't have to talk around it too much. Just go straight on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Instead of focusing on what could happen or how should I say it? Just... And give them, uh, Paulina is really good at it. Yeah. Give them a first, like, I saw you there. I like you. Mm. You got me inspired. Yeah. You want to come and talk? Or oh. do you want to meet? Or do you want to kind of buy your coffee? Yeah. That first introduction. That's a great, great tip. And Paulina yeah. is a super networker, so yeah. it's, it's great to learn from her. Definitely. So this is a new question, and it yeah. feels very suiting trying it out with you. Uh, what's your favorite innovation through history? Through history? Yeah. 
to can be fire. fire. Yeah, I was gonna say from fire. Yeah, it's fire. Fire. Yeah, okay. I like fire. You like yeah. You just came. You're wearing your flip flops and yeah. shorts right now. You came from the island. Yeah, I went to Oscar Island where me and Johanna, who is our curator in it, gather or at um, Tegelen. We lit up a fire in a sauna. Yeah. Oh, fire isn't so easy in a way, but it's also so dramatic and so yeah. not easy in a way. But oh, yeah. um, they would take it for granted. Definitely. Yeah. I'm not very much into new technology and new innovations in that way. No. I mean, uh, so I like the basic stuff, you know. And I guess that's where you get collaborations and other people that are really into yeah. different fields. Yeah, I am kind of had too much military big something to say. Ants in the pants. Ants in the pants <laughs> to sit around and, and appreciate uh, innovations. I understand. Yeah. And this is my favorite question. If you, you were to, sorry, you got plenty of them. Yeah, <laughs> I have a few. We're soon through them. It's, I love hearing your take on this. Yeah. If you were to write a book that would be read by all young adults in the world, yeah. what would be the title and subtitle of that book? Don't call me. <laughs> Don't call me. Yeah. Oh, that was the first. It, it came up like call me, but. Why should they? Okay. Like if if you're growing up in this and you're a young adult, you know, uh, get strength in yourself. Mm -hmm. There's so much happening around you. You don't have to listen to the the older people. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, we have created a lot of stuff that is shitty. Yeah. And all our words will also be out there. So, I mean, I mean, you don't have to call us up. Oh, yeah. You know, you can <laughs> make up your own history. I mean, uh, I don't think we have, we have to, we can learn from each other yeah. in that way. Yeah. But uh, Not, you're such a creative young generation coming mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And I think it's hard for the, uh, for the new generation to be a rebel. But we need more rebels out there. Yeah. Uh, so make up your own phone calls and, and you know, create your own uh, path, I would say. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to like, uh, my marketing brain is trying to <laughs> summarize that. Don't call me is a good <laughs> title. I mean, that was the first thing. Yeah, yeah. Called, Don't call me. And then the subtitle maybe the rebel gener- generation yeah, changing yeah, the world yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah? Yeah. This is a good book. <laughs> so uh, last question. What are you eager to learn within the near future? That's a good question. Um, I I want to get I want to really get surprised. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to feel I want to feel old. Yeah. Because I want to get run by by the new generation. Mm-hmm. I want to see something that. Uh, that comes out of them as forefront and change making oh, yeah. and where you kind of bring the the beliefs where you crossfit kind of the the, the beliefs that they have yeah and the use of the technology as mm. if you talk if you see Greta for example yeah. her belief but can you crossfit that with the technology and actually and the, create the, yeah, and the mindset of someone oh, yeah. and create a solution from that. That is not just a behavior app. Mm. 
but there's a revolution. Mm. I want to see that kind of company and learn from that. That's a really good answer. Yeah, in a way. And it's very, uh, it's, it's a positive take on the future. And yeah. sort of handing the baton over uh, with some confidence in that it would be something good. And I think it's creating, right? I think there's, the youth are sitting somewhere yeah. and just having their mind on something. Mm. So don't get stuck in our uh, our 90s and t- mm. beginning of 2000 behaviors that it ended up in kind of strict lines where you have mm. uh, interfaces for, for food deliveries, for, for mobility and for social medias and stuff like that. How can we intersect that and mm. make it um, not a conversation that polars, uh, polarizes us, no. but bring ourselves together yes. in a way. Yes. And in effect, we can all talk about that bringing us together because that's what the movements have created. Mm. Both uh, Airbnb say that, mm. uh, Facebook says that. Maybe we have to think about that as not as not a term for creating new solutions. Maybe there have to be another way. So you have to define bringing people together mm. and see the okay, what have that done in the in the past? How, what, what, what is the challenges by bringing people together? What aspects do we have to, what, what changes, changes do we have to take upon the world before we are ready mm. to bring religion, to bring um, just people uh, together? And how does the effect between human and machines, how are they ready oh, to bring yeah. things together? So, when our kind of democracies and um, a, a digital world likes to polarize people because yeah. they want opinions yeah. and different opinions because that's what challenged the world today, I would say. That's a really good answer. I'm, get, I'm getting, at, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, there's a difference between just bringing together and actually collaborating. I think it's a big difference, yeah. yes. And we want to get that collaboration. And the collaborate part... The collaborate part, you need to work with it all yeah. the time. Yeah. Because if we are sitting here, just you and me, yeah. and we're going to collaborate, we need to co-work with yeah. it. But if we're just going to sit here, and from size, they come different things. They want to polarize. Uh, they want to separate us, yeah. because that keeps that kind of infrastructure alive. Yeah. Uh, it would really stick on our kind of human problems. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of like how we have a negativity bias, like by nature. Yeah. So a lot is fueled by negativity. If we're talking about digital democracy and the ad uh, uh, business. Yeah. So actually working on it is fighting that, like really working. So if, like you said, the example, if we're sitting here together, we actively have to work to create a positive collaboration. Definitely. Yeah. Well, fantastic way to end this episode. Thank you very much, Jacob. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure coming. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Looking forward to gather. I I am. Learnability Podcast is produced by Levels. Working in the fields of digital transformation, innovation, product development, and venture. If you want to know more about us, visit at wearelevels.com. And oh yeah, if you want to find additional material and contribute to the platform, you can do that at learnability.online. That's learnability.online. Looking forward to getting in touch with you. 
And oh yeah, stay curious.